boys are taught to that like testosterone is bad and so turn your testosterone down and be sensitive and be docile and be gentle and be tender and be caring to women Mm -hmm. and so they kind of castrate themselves to some degree because they're taught that and then there's a lot of women that do want that but then i think my hunch is the thing that we're hitting up against in society right now is that and I don't know if it's biological or on some more primal level of psychology of what it is, is that that's not attractive. And so there's kind of a catch-22 that both men and women are struggling with, which is like on some more feminist level, there's kind of this message that men should turn down their testosterone and castrate themselves. Mm -hmm. But then that doesn't actually really work for eros or sex or attraction. Coming all the way from Minneapolis to Washington, D.C., we now bring you Enter the Freud. Warning, this is for entertainment purposes only. It is no way medical advice. Listen at your own risk. I went down this manosphere-like trail because, I, did you tell me about it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? So I kind of Googled it, and you, it's there's lots of articles on it but no real clear like this is the manosphere enter like mm-hmm. kind of thing and but i did find an interesting documentary that i think was actually i sent it to you was kind of it didn't have any judgment it was, seems fairly balanced in in the conversation about what it is or isn't and what the manosphere is yeah and like what was the impetus for you know why are men attracted to this particular mm, i don't even think it's necessarily an ideology i just think it's a space Mm -hmm. right and like where do we fit what do we do Mm -hmm. and the thing i thought was most interesting about the whole thing was well there was a couple things but one in particular was that they were talking to a feminist who was like i'm an unapologetic unapologetic feminist and i and i believe that you know whatever women are you know whatever you know should be I don't even know if she actually thought it would be equal I think kind of it seems like we're she did say that she didn't think that women were inherently smarter than men but then she said some other things that were slightly not quite in alignment with that but was the at the end after listening to what these men were saying like what's our place how why are women simultaneously saying they want all these things and they don't want us to be like men or you know the heads of the household but then when we're not that, they don't like us, which seems to be the problem, right? It's like, well, you want us to do a thing that you don't want us to do, and we're very confused, and then you either way, we can't win. And so at the end of it, this lady is like, well, I guess I hadn't really considered, like, what, it, what was it, like, evolution, like, uh, something about evolution, I wish I could remember the term off the top of my head. But it was essentially saying, oh, yeah, I didn't account for that women want men to be this thing. <laughs> and what or, Like, want men to essentially be the heads of households and men in a certain way that's protective and, and is going to, you know, um, what, what is it, like, support and provide for the family and be whatever the traditional male uh, role is. But at the same time, I don't want that. And so then when you're not when you're not the breadwinner or when you're not the man that I want you to be, then I don't want you at all. And I'd rather be single or rather go do something else. Mm-hmm. She was, well, I didn't really account for that. I need to go do some research. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that was stupid. Don't you think you should have done that research beforehand before you decided that we we're going to like up 
I'm not saying you didn't need to, or, you know, at some point upset the whole social apple cart, but then to say, well, I didn't really consider that women's, women are kind of conflicting in their position on this and creating a space where men don't know how to exist anymore because no matter what they do, you're kind of telling them they're wrong. And so I was just like, well, that's, that. And then they cut the stupid thing off at that point. And I was like, no, let's have that conversation. What, this was like a YouTube video or a podcast or something you're listening to? Yeah, it was like a YouTube video, but it was a documentary oh, okay. about what is the manosphere, why did it exist, who's part of it. Um, there was a couple guys who were... And so what's your sense of... You said you had some reaction or thoughts about it. Well, that was my thought, mostly hers, which was, okay, well, you created an unwinnable situation for these men. And then she said something else in it that kind of... And what's the unwinnable situation? That you want women to be in a position where they're out of the house working and being kind of the dominant be, you know, figures. That the, They want the women to be the dominant? Yeah, and like we want to own our shit, which is fine, I guess. But then also, and then tell, and, and in some ways say we don't like the men's, we don't want the men to be in this patriarchal, whatever that is, or... Mm -hmm. you know, we don't want the men to be in a dominant position. Right. But then we want them to be. And how, what do you mean then they want them to be? How do they want, they want them? them to be? They want them to be the breadwinners. They want them to make more money. Uh -huh. But if you're, if you're occupying over 50 or 60% of you know, the managerial positions now, well, where do you think those dudes are? Well, now they're over here. So, which is fine if that's what you said you wanted, but you, now you don't want it because they make less money than you and now they're worthless human beings right. to you. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. it does seem like there's a statistic problem in dating. As women rise, and women have like totally taken over in our dominating education now, and so in, then fast forward into the future, they're going to increasingly be taking over more and more of the higher managerial positions, and so the men are going to be going under them, but the women are only looking upwards in terms of who they want to date, yeah. and the pool's getting smaller of the men who are above them, and the pool is getting bigger of the men who are below them, and they're not looking down to want to date any of them. Right. It's sort of like a, just an inherent mathematical problem. Right. That's true. And then also demonizing them for not being what you want them to be when you, you already said that that's not what you wanted. And you went at it. You wanted to be the, you know, you wanted a matriarchy. Fine. Up to you. But again, then you can't get mad and then demonize the people that you just said you wanted to be in that position. Right? Like... And the other thing she said, which I thought was really interesting, and it's probably going to be a controversial thing that I said, or that she that I'm going to say, is that she was like, well, the post-industrial economy is just better suited for women's talents and how we think and how we do things. Which made me think, well, didn't you always say that there really wasn't a gender difference? Uh-huh. You know? And so now you're saying there is, right? Because when men said that, you said that was an invalid argument. So how do you account for now this new argument that says there's something inherently, you know, at least according to this particular structure uh, of an economy that, well, we just happen to naturally be best suited for? Right. Well, how's that? Yeah. Yeah. If you really look at that statement, we can start with, okay, in the post-industrial thing, she's saying women have skills and let's call them verbal communication relationship skills that women perhaps are better at. Um, and she's saying that, and, and so that's now this this is advantageous to women. But then it's like, 
Okay, so does that mean in the industrial or pre-industrial that women were inferior? She's kind of implying that. Or were they equal back then and now women are superior? Right, because well, she just said there's nothing that's inherently true about any of the genders. Isn't that what we've always heard? Right. Like, okay, well then you just you just provided a counter to your old your own argument. When it suited sense. her. Right, and I just wanted to be like, do you hear yourself? Like, because... Then, then admit that, that men and women have different talents. Yeah. That's fine. Again, all these things are fine if you're just intellectually honest yeah. about, about where you're going with it and what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so now what? And if you say, okay, well then, because the other argument would be, well, it's social. Okay, then now you've provided a counter, now you've provided the resolution to your problem. Now that just means we need to, you know, provide different skills to these boys instead of saying, well, we're just better than you so yeah. well. Yeah you know get it together yeah. because it wouldn't be a fair argument the other way yeah. if that if if men said that to women well we're just i mean we're just better than you at this shit so well we would say that's not right we're the same we have the same capabilities mm, do we though because you just said we didn't yeah <laughs> you know and so you sort of did discover what the manosphere is all about it seems like you like discovered it like firsthand <laughs> You had your own manosphere reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because so much of the conversations right now don't even follow themselves logically. Like, if you listen to them, you could very easily say, well, you're just applying, you're saying your logic doesn't apply universally, and then you're saying that it does, or that the reverse is true, but then, you know what I mean? Like, I had another conversation today. It's like, well, if you say, well, these people are just problematic and we need to fix them, they need to be expelled from society. But if they said the same thing about you, that would be an invalid argument. But why? Yeah. You know, and at least acknowledge that your argument makes no sense. Yeah. And then address it, you know, or then just throw the whole thing out and just be like, you know what? I just wanted that to be the thing. I wanted this to be the structure. And so I don't need no fucking logic. Like, what's the point? You know, and that's the thing about that. Like, we're spending so much time. Can you think about it? At this point in our society, we have decided it is okay, interestingly, to say 50% of the population is trashy. Trash. And you could say this about some other things, but we're going to talk about gender right now. So we can say 50% of the population is terrible. We don't need them. Whatever. Like, everything about them is problematic. Why is that an okay argument right now? Like, because that flattens people to one to one, you know, very narrow, you know, place that they can exist. And we're saying that's okay to do and not have a nuanced conversation about, okay, what is the society that we seek to have? What are going to be the pluses and the minuses to that? How do we address it? How do we make people feel that they're included or have a place in it? Or what's their new place in it? And let them be a part of the conversation too. I don't get to tell you. And so what's, just to be clear about what you started off saying, you're saying, you're, you just said, it's okay to say that 50% of the population is just be explicit about. I don't think that's that okay now. to say that. No, I actually don't think it's okay to say that. That's what I'm saying. That's the weird space we live in. No, no, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, is yeah. that in our culture, it seems to be okay to say that, and you're saying it's not, but right. that in a certain parts of our culture, it is okay to say that. In fact, in certain parts of our culture, oh. you have to say that, or else people think you're not on board with cultural evolution or something but what is how are they trashing 50 percent of the population well i mean just you know what i what i particularly don't like is saying 
I don't like this per- this aspect. Like, mm, let's think. Because I haven't even really figured out exactly what we mean by, like, what's problematic about being masculine. I've, I haven't quite... Like the, the term toxic masculinity. Yeah. Except for, I don't... I mean, other than walking around like a giant asshole and calling women, hey, fucking ho. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, exactly. Let me, let me see if I can uh, describe it. The toxic masculinity is an image of a man who is selfish, self-absorbed, um, out of touch with um, needing to be considerate of others, um, sees women as beneath him, sees women just as sexual objects that he uses for his uh, sexual gratification, um, kind of like lacks sensitivity to other people and just kind of like um, bulldozes his way through the world doing what he wants. If anyone doesn't like it or gets in his way, he yells at them and even threatens aggression or violence. That's kind of the image. That's kind of like the stereotype of the toxic masculine male. Okay, because I don't know any man that's actually that way. I mean, any one of us could have any one of those traits. Like, I'm just as capable of being an asshole and running through people as anybody else, right? So it's like, does does having any one of those aspects automatically make you toxic masculine no i don't think so because again that makes humans flat right and all of us are complex and we you know i think about it this way any person even a murderer terrible we call them terrible or whatever has someone they love right so in that you can't flatten them they're very complex just in that one thing right so in the same way you can't flatten 50 percent of the population to this very narrow you know, being, you just can't, I don't think you should, I mean, you can, but you should not do that. And so this kind of idea that keeps, it irritates me. It's like, I was just watching the Met Gala, not watching it, seeing the pictures from Met Gala. Everybody has their fucking opinions that they need to stamp onto their goddamn dress or whatever. And one of them was like something about peg the patriarchy. That's what it said. And I'm like, the fuck does that mean and also how reductive right and so in that also pegging is being fucked in your ass right so <laughs> how is that not is it yes, it, is. it is so you're using a sexual thing to say you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, they're they're like you're using abusing mas- toxic masculinity with toxic masculinity yeah you're using something that's inherently to say men men fuck other men in the ass which also i would say has some maybe problematic gay undertones to it that you might want to address you know what i mean and then think well i'm a woman it's cool because i'm i'm woke yeah, yeah. i know what i you know you're not you actually you did a lot of yeah. problematic things yeah. in that one fucking yeah. shirt i think it's just a big cultural thing that's going on and like you said it's not just male female i think this is happening in a lot of different levels it, that i think could be simplified as just the like pendulum swing is that there was these historical conditions where women were unequal and oppressed in a ton of ways, though maybe not as many as some people are saying, but they were in a ton of ways. And then the pendulum swings to the other, and that healthy equality, equilibrium is in the middle, but the, then the pendulum swings to the other side mm-hmm. as just like an overcompensation. Yeah, I just, because anybody I think who's fucking rational should at least be like, yeah, you know, just because it's like saying you you and i've talked about this before i'm not necessarily well 
an eye for an eye. Well, you fucked with me, so now, well, we gotta fuck with you and fuck off. You know what I mean? Because I don't think that that's good for society. No, that's not like that. move. That's not movement in a higher. Uh, to higher levels of evolution. Right, and that seems to be kind of where we are in a lot of things. It's like, okay, so this group historically has been implicated in something. And I would argue you have to... A lot of ways, systemic things are are created by the individual, but in a lot of ways, once it becomes systematized, it's, you know, you have to kind of think about the individual and their interpersonal interactions slightly differently than you think about their position in the system, right? And so as to say, okay, these people had some kind of thing in the system and they're actually kind of okay with it not being that way. Because I don't know that there's that many people who are like, well, I don't think that women should be in the way. There's not, I don't know those people. They don't exist. I mean, they do, but they're very rare. And then to say, okay, well, so those, this character doesn't exist, but because they did in a system, well, now it's okay that we make them horrible people or that we do things to kind of fuck with them, right? And make them feel like they don't have a place in society anymore. I just don't think that that's useful. No. And it's, I think it's the very thing that was happening, say, a hundred years ago in this previous historical thing. When women were oppressed, men were treating women as uh, um, less human than them. Mm -hmm. And now this pendulum swing is, now these people are kind of doing the same thing now to right but with a complete le- but the thing that galls me the most is like we're so thoughtful and we're advanced and we know we're no you're doing the same fucking thing and you're just not self-aware enough to understand what you're doing not being reflective and that's what i would rather see i would rather see it saying okay you know what let's be reflective about what we're doing is this actually what is the likelihood that this is going to result in something really good because it creates another problem right and like everything you do, you know, you do something and then there's a consequence yeah. to that and then you have yeah. to deal with the consequence. And at least be thoughtful enough to kind of go, oh, is that a consequence I'm, you know, maybe women are willing to deal with that. But I don't think it's a good idea since it's 50% of the fucking population and now you got to deal with them, you know? And so, okay, so yeah, and that, what you're saying, or what I'm calling this pendulum swinging overcompensating too far, the manosphere the, the the emergence of the manosphere was a reaction to the pendulum swinging too far to the other direction. Yeah, because a lot of the guys in it, there was a couple, I mean, they make it seem like there's these weird guys on the internet, they're super weird incels, and they're like... Which like, there are. Yeah, and I'm not saying they don't exist, but a, one of the guys in it was like, well, my girlfriend told me I wasn't man enough, and she broke up with me and like kind of dogged on, you know, made me feel like a piece of shit. Right, and he's like, I was trying to be sensitive because I thought that's what men were supposed to do in the 21st century, and then she broke up with me because I wasn't man enough. What am I supposed to do? He did kind of, he did look kind of sad, and it was mean. Whoever his girlfriend was is like not a very nice person, right. and maybe she didn't mean to do it, but she did, and it wasn't, you know, at least acknowledge that, and then. You know, what's he going to do? Go look for a way to feel like he kind of knows what is up and down. How am I supposed to yeah, be? Yeah. What? What? And let's, let's not fucking lie to ourselves. People always want to know what the other side wants, whatever their object of their desire is. If I'm a woman and I like women, I want to know what that woman wants yeah. me to be so right. that I can attract totally. that right. woman. And the same would be true for Right. Women. And there's been a message um, to men... Uh, in in some subcultures, there's other subcultures that don't have this, like what we started talking about about Latina young Latina girls being taught that. So that's the opposite thing. But there's this subculture, and I think of it as like more like white educated upper middle class. But I don't know. 
that men, that boys are taught um, essentially to, that like testosterone is bad. And so turn your testosterone down and be sensitive and be docile and be gentle and be tender and be caring to women. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of castrate themselves to some degree because they're taught that. And then there's a lot of women that do want that. But then I think my hunch is the thing that we're hitting up against in society right now is that, and I don't know if it's biological or on some more primal level of psychology of what it is, is that that's not attractive. And so there's kind of a catch-22 that both men and women are struggling with, which is like on some more feminist level, there's kind of this message that men should turn down their testosterone and castrate themselves. Mm -hmm. But then that doesn't actually really work for eros or sex or attraction. Right. And it didn't work when we did it with women. Now, did I mean, it wasn't great for women. We didn't really like that. What do you mean? Like... Because what we're telling men to do now is turn down all those things that make them whatever men. Mm-hmm. But we did that same thing in like the Christian time frame or whatever, pick a religion. Oh, like where, the Victorian where women had to be super like... Well, even up until recently, up until maybe the 60s, same uh, thing. It's like, turn that part off and just be docile, like nice woman that your man wants. It's like exactly the same thought process, yeah. which is women aren't sexual. Women, you know, shouldn't want to do these things and be in their full humanity, right? And the same thing we're doing with men now, yeah. but but for different reasons, because it used to be that, you know, through the guise of religion or whatever, our society was built that way. And now it's not. It's some other, like, secular thing that we're doing. But but it comes- now it's like a feminist kind of like sociopolitical reason. Yeah. Uh, and the and the um, so there's all these men that are getting taught this. Turn your testosterone down. Castrate yourself metaphorically. Um, and they do. And they're rewarded by their moms, and they're rewarded by the women, but then eventually a girlfriend breaks up with them because they're not man enough, and then they're like all fucked up about it. Or they can never seem to get a girlfriend, they always get friend-zoned, and eventually someone tells them, oh, it's because you're not man enough, or whatever. Um, and And now there's all these like training programs that you can find out there um, on YouTube or whatever, or, you know, in communities where there's these training programs where men, there'll be a man that's like, I realized that I had castrated myself and that's why I wasn't getting women and then I took back my balls and now I get tons of women and now I'm leading this seminar for all you castrated men and come and I'll show you like how to like reclaim your balls and how to like be attractive to women and how to get women. There's tons of these programs out there. Have you seen these? And then they're up on YouTube. It's like a whole new industry of men trying to like refine their balls. And I, I saw this one and this guy came up onto the stage and you could see he didn't have his balls. And the guy up on the stage who had recently regained his balls, was just like, dude, he didn't say it like this, but he was like, you see your posture and you hear your voice and you see how you're like lacking self-confidence and you see how you're too like trying to like make me like you rather than be anchored in your power. And the guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I'm just being nice. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing that's like scares women about that from like even just my small interaction is that it seems like it's it goes back to i hate to say it in this way like it's 
in that way, it also is swinging too far. Like, to the hyper-masculine kind of knuckle-dragging ridiculousness. Right. And there is a And the manosphere way. has that. The, they, then they take the pendulum and they swing it too far back the But I think there's some the people way. that actually seem quite reasonable. And right, I, and it's know. a mixed bag. Yeah. But there yeah. is some in the manosphere, now they've swung the pendulum too far back the other way. Yeah, because one guy in it, and uh, I wrote his name down but um, didn't bring the notes. He goes, the one thing I didn't like that he said, because I didn't really have a lot of argument with everything most things that he said was that he goes like a manly man isn't like isn't someone that people like and i'm like well i don't think that has to be the case mm. like you can totally be likable and kind and caring and still totally. be i don't get why people can't see that people have really trouble integrating the opposites and this whole pendulum thing we're talking about is it sort of like if i call one side of the pendulum the feminist and yeah. let's call the other side the like angry manosphere yeah. is they're both like screaming at the other person you're to blame you're bad it's your fault and they're both doing that yeah. and it just seems immature that yeah. they both need to like chill out and think that maybe the other person has a reason for being upset or has something they need to listen to and like listen to each other and have compassion for each other and the lack of that is crazy yeah i you know that just made me think of like you know because i do think there's like there's kind of this loud uh class of people that has a lot of political influence and a lot of like you know influence in the media which you know i think is absolutely true and they're usually left-leaning college educated people that would be you know you're kind of wokish people but then there again and i think certain people have brought this up and made it's very obvious and actually let's go with joe rogan's a good example where there's this other group of people who who is like well why because women like manly men and i don't know why we're lying about that that's there's a whole lot of women who like that shit right just like you know maybe in this other class of people that has a lot of influence well they think that they're that men should be less you know visible and you know quieter and i don't know as you put it castrated but they have they have a loud voice up here but there's a lot of people that are not on that page that maybe don't have as much of a voice but i think actually probably outnumber the the other group um and so it's almost unfortunate that then the system of people who make decisions about how kids are are kind of culturated and again what happens in your house is probably the most influential thing you could do. But you have a lot of kids that are being, you know, taught that they have to, you know, repress themselves or be kind of these, you know, castrated boys or kind of like maybe, you know, over domineering women. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure that those two things are exactly true, but like, but that they're going to engage with those other people at some point right or maybe they're going to fall in love with someone who doesn't fit that right? right and so how do then how does that person then do the work to say oh it's what part of what i learned is okay but part of it's not yeah. right and then you have to figure out how to meld those cuz we have such extreme things happening right now such extreme narratives yeah. that it's it's unfortunate because it's going to require a lot of work for people to kind of come to a place that's actually sensible yeah. that you can be masculine but you can also be thoughtful and a woman can be powerful but can also be sensitive and you know and change her role relative to the relationship that these she's in whether or not it's a man or a woman or two men you know whatever that is it's like 
because really it's about a negotiation of what do you want to, what kind of relationship do you want to have yeah and so in that manosphere video you know one of the guys has a wife and she just said well i i like our relationship the way that it is i like doing this thing and we've negotiated that but that doesn't make her a problematic woman for wanting to be the homemaker and whatever or maybe even doesn't even make him a terrible person for wanting to be the head of the household because in their relationship they made that decision yeah, together and that's that's fair yeah. and fine. And I think the same is true. And I think it's fucking common, actually. And I think that same negotiation can happen at work. Like, what kind of relationship do we want to have with each other? Are we equals? Do we ha- do we share the space? Or do you? Or am I okay? And it doesn't mean it doesn't change either, right? Yeah. So in any given situation at work, I might need to ascend to, like, the, the leader role and you need to back exactly. off totally. and then in some other situ- situations it reverses totally. but people don't like that because they just like lack of nuance and you know that's bad I'm good right uh, totally yeah, yeah. the so. lack of nuance people's lack of inability to deal with complexity and nuance is a problem yeah because relationships are complex but I don't I, what I don't want to see is like I don't want I don't. I want a women to know what their power is and what they're capable of, but I also want them to know it's a negotiable. You you can all this stuff is negotiable at any given point. Totally, and you can let another. You could let a man have a power. A man could let a woman have the power. Like uh, you can do anything you want. Right, and then fucking own your own shit, and at least be like honest about what you're doing and what you want, and you know. And until we get to that point, I don't fucking know. I don't have a lot of hope. I mean quite honestly i mean i think i do in certain situations but i think yeah. right now we're just caught it's, it's in a fucking it's, weird place it's gonna be a while before we get there <laughs> shit's fucking polarized right now well that's because people get uncomfortable and don't want to have conversations that like challenge them people want to scapegoat and blame someone else oh definitely that humans want to do that and that's what like racism and witch hunting and wars are all about 